Welcome to the Unaffiliated Creatives Podcast, a show where independent artists can learn from other independent artists. My name is K.A. Everyday, and each week, I will be speaking with some of the most creative minds in the indie music space, trying to figure out what they have learned while navigating through the music industry without the support of major record labels. This podcast is brought to you by the good people over at King Neppy Studios and powered by Red Weasel Media. Thanks for tuning in to the Unaffiliated Creators Podcast. I'm your host, K.A. Everyday. It's your boy, K. I got some things to get off my chest today. I think I'm going to start calling this segment of the podcast, or this particular thing I'm going to start doing every week, uh, I'm going to start calling this probably my weekly rant. But anyway, I want to get into Taylor Swift. So I was basically forced to go to the Taylor Swift movie over the weekend because my daughter, uh, she's one of the biggest Taylor Swift fans. Shout out to my daughter. Uh, again, she's one of the biggest Taylor Swift fans. And I'm one of them old protective dads. I'm not going to have my daughter in the movie theater by herself out there dealing with all them crazy Swifties. So I had to be there. But I had to say this, man. The movie was almost three hours long. Three hours of my life that I can't get back. And you know a movie is really long when you got to get them to go to the bathroom two or, two, two or three times, man. It ain't because I'm old. It's because the movie was too long. Shout out to all my fellas out there that's having to go to the bathroom two or three times because the movie's too long. But anyway, I digress. So let's get into it. So again, I'm not a Taylor Swift hater. I'm just objective. And I give my opinions. And if y'all don't like it, it don't matter. I'm going to give them to you anyway. So first of all, like I said, I'm not a hater. So I do want to say that the movie, it had a good production. The movie had good editing. And the overall sound and the quality of the movie was great. Um, Again, I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan. I'm not a Swifty, but again, I'm not a hater. This is my weekly rant uh, about Taylor Swift and the things I saw in the movie and just her overall. So I'm just going to give y'all my open, honest opinion. I feel that y'all family. So if I can't give y'all my open, honest opinion, who can I give it to? So here it is. So first of all, I wanted to say that Taylor Swift is extremely talented. I'm going to say that again for those in the back that didn't hear me because again, I'm not a hater. Taylor Swift is extremely talented. And this is why she can really sing. She's an amazing songwriter. She plays the piano and she plays the guitar. There aren't too many people in this world that can do all of those th- things well, and she does all of those things well. So again, I'm saying that she is extremely talented. Now, besides her obvious hits, like we're never, ever, ever getting back together. And now we got bad blood. I don't know all the words, so y'all got to forgive me, but you get the point. So beyond the obvious, and I know she got the other song, Shake It Off. I don't really like that one, but I know that's another one of her biggest songs. There were two other songs that she performed in the movie that I actually liked. Again, I'm not a hater. I actually liked them. Um, One of the songs was titled The One, and the second song was titled Ready For It. Now, I didn't know the titles of these songs. I had to lean over and ask my daughter. And of course, her being one of the biggest Taylor Swift fans, she was, you know, quick to give me, you know, what these titles of these songs were. So now here you go. Those are the two songs. And I don't want y'all to take my word for it. I want you to go out and I want you to listen to these songs and y'all to hear it for yourself. Now, I did want to play y'all one of the songs, but I didn't want to get hit with no copyright infringement and all that. They yanked the video down, yanked my stuff off Spotify because I was playing one of her songs that's copyrighted. But if you don't believe me again... Go check it out for yourself, especially the song Ready For It. It's amazing. Now, that I done got all that out of the way, 
I don't ever, ever, ever want to hear anybody compare Taylor Swift and Beyonce ever again. And I'm pretty sure to the beehive out there, y'all probably feel that this is even blasphemous. Again, I don't want to ever hear anybody compare Taylor Swift to Beyonce ever again. To me, Taylor Swift is the white girl with no rhythm. But she's cool, so you want to hang out with her anyway. For the entire movie, I'm going to say this again, for the entire movie, she basically had two moves. The first move, she walks around the stage with this aggressive runway walk. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look at some runway shows. You'll see, especially the female models, they walk with like this aggressive walk and it's kind of like they're bouncing when they're walking. So that's her first move. Her second move is she goes to the end of the, end of the stage. She turns her back to the crowd and then she looks over her shoulder while she's singing. And I'm guessing like this is like her trying to be sexy or something. I don't really know. And it's almost kind of one of the moves like when you think you got a body, like you got the kind of body that people will want to look at. So you do that. But I'm just saying, again, I'm not a hater, but I didn't know that Taylor Swift was one of those people that's supposed to have that kind of body that people were going to look at her like that or look at her like a sex symbol. So I was a little confused. I didn't really know what was going on. But I'm telling you, those were basically her two moves. Now. She has several background dancers and her background dancers, you can tell they're talented. They actually know how to dance. But you could tell when you're looking at the show, looking at the performance, looking at the movie, whatever you want to call it, that their dances are kind of watered down because they have to do things that Taylor Swift also knows how to do. So when Taylor Swift is trying to dance, they're doing the same dance that she's doing and they're all kind of in sync. So that's kind of what you're looking at. You're looking at Background dancers that aren't really dancing to their highest potential because they have to match Taylor Swift's energy. And if you don't believe me, look at the movie yourself or go look at some of her performances. You're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. So to compare Taylor Swift's stage performer to Beyonce is like watching a baby walk for the first time trying to compete with an Olympic track star. It's not even close. I'm going to say it again. It's not even close. And I know a number of y'all like numbers. A lot of y'all are like facts people. Y'all want to be hit with numbers. So I'm going to hit y'all with some numbers right now. Go look it up if you don't believe me. Beyonce has won currently 32 Grammys. Taylor Swift has won 12 Grammys. So I'm not the smartest person in the world. I didn't do that good at math growing up. I ain't going to lie. But 32 is more than double 12. Now, don't get me wrong. Just to win one Grammy is amazing. It takes a lot to win Grammys. I ain't never won one. And I'm not probably talented enough. I won't ever win one. But I'm just telling you, for people that's trying to compare the two, again, Beyonce has 32. Taylor Swift has 12. So that's at least double the amount of Grammys. So just that alone, there should never be no conversation trying to compare Taylor Swift to Beyonce. Now, I know there's going to be some people out there that say that Taylor Swift is several years younger than Beyonce. So if you look at it from that standpoint, she has several years that she can continue to make music. And at some point, she could catch up or pass Beyonce. And that's true. I mean, at some point, she could end up catching up or having more Grammys than Beyonce. But for right now, Beyonce has double the numbers. Um. 
And if you don't understand what I'm trying to tell y'all when it comes to what I think an amazing performance looks like when it comes to, you know, a singer, somebody, you know, putting on a show, I'm going to give y'all a list of names of people that y'all can go out and y'all can go look this stuff up yourself and y'all will see exactly what I'm talking about. So here are the few people that you might want to go do some research on. R.I.P. Michael Jackson. When you see Michael Jackson put on a show, you see why people was passing out, fainting in the crowd. I mean, the man did the moonwalk. I mean, come on, let's, let's not get crazy. So you got Michael Jackson. You got his sister. Janet Jackson, in her heyday, in her prime, Janet Jackson could put on a good show. You got Usher. Now, if you don't want to go out and look at Usher, go on YouTube, anything. If you ain't got the money to go see him at his residency in Las Vegas, you can just wait a couple of months from now when he's doing the halftime show of the Super Bowl and you look at his performance, you're going to see what I'm talking about. I mean, the man can dance and roller skates better than some people can walk. So you got Usher. And then, of course, you got Beyonce. You know, of course, she's been who I've been talking about. And the people that are trying to compare her to Taylor Swift or Taylor Swift to her. Beyonce, when she puts on a show, she puts on a show. And if you don't believe me, go look at it and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And then there's Chris Brown. I would say that Chris Brown is like uh, the younger version of MJ. Um, Chris Brown actually did a tribute to Michael Jackson a couple of years ago. And he was doing some of MJ's moves. And of course, Chris Brown does his own stuff. I mean, the man can do backflips on stage, front flips, you know, no hands, doing all this crazy stuff, spinning on his head and everything. So go look at those people and see their performances and you will see why I feel that even though as talented as Taylor Swift is, I just don't think the performance on stage can match up to like stuff like the people I just named. But I do have this question now that I'm getting this rant and I'm getting these things off my chest. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys have probably been wondering the same thing. So I'm just going to ask y'all. I wonder why Taylor Swift has never done a song with Drake. I mean, just from a common sense standpoint, Drake is considered to be the biggest artist in his genre of music. And Taylor Swift is considered to be the most popular artist in her genre of music. So when you got two of the biggest artists right now in music why wouldn't they do a song together and it really don't make sense to me because it's not like she hasn't done songs with hip-hop artists before i mean her bad blood song i think kendrick kendrick got a verse where he rapping on that song and then she's recently done a song with ice spice and i mean i'm, I'm not hating on ice spice but i don't even think people consider ice spice to be like one of the biggest you know artists in the hip-hop space, I mean, Kendrick is, I mean, most people consider Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick to kind of be the top three when it comes to the hip-hop space. So she's done one with Kendrick. But why not do something with Drake? Like, I just, it don't make sense to me. I don't, I don't understand. And, and to be honest, I think it'd be a hot song. I mean, if she didn't want Drake to rap on the song, I mean, Drake could easily start singing. I mean, it's getting to the point now that I think Drake you know, been singing, singing more than he been rapping. But again, I digress. Um, but while I'm ranting, I did want to kind of talk about this real quick too. So am I the only person getting sick and tired of the Taylor Swift infiltration into the NFL? So I don't know if some of y'all saw this or not. So I think she's been to at least two games, Kansas City Chiefs games so far. 
And the reason why she's gone, because apparently, and I'm air quoting, she's apparently supposed to be dating uh, Travis Kelsey, but there's a lot of people that feel like the relationship isn't real, it's kind of fabricated or it's made up as like a PR stunt. But even if it is a PR stunt, I mean, it's genius because, I mean, his jersey sales apparently went up 400%. The uh, viewership for the NFL has went up a lot. People are tuning in, not even to really watch the game. They're just really just, the Swifties are really just tuning in to see every time they, they show Taylor Swift. So I guess it's been a win-win for Taylor Swift. It's been a win-win for the NFL. And it's been a win-win to Travis Kelsey. The person that ain't really winning right now is Travis Kelsey's mom because your girl been talking her head off and every time the camera cusses them up in the VIP suite. But I think it's kind of sad when you have a, a player score a touchdown, which, you know, when you score a touchdown, it's, it's hard enough to score a touchdown in the NFL. So, you know, people like to actually enjoy watching when these guys get creative and do these touchdown dances. But when... The guy scores a touchdown. As soon as he scores a touchdown, they don't even show his touchdown dance. The camera cuts to Taylor Swift sitting up in the VIP suite, her cheering like she's like the biggest cheerleader in the world. And then all the other times when they're cutting back and forth to, to her while the game's going on, she's sitting there uh, talking to Travis Kelsey's mom. Of course, you can't hear the audio, so you don't know what they're talking about. I wish there could be a thought bubble above the mom's head. Her mom probably thinking, look, I know you, Taylor Swift. I know you, you know, one of the most biggest artists in the game. You're very popular. Everybody know you. You got all these fans. But I came here to really just be able to enjoy watching my son play football. And I can't even enjoy the game because you sitting here talking a hole in my head. But anyway, again, I guess it's a win-win. Uh, she's a cash cow, let's be honest. So the NFL is going to milk this cow for all it's worth. So this is my weekly rant again. I'm not a hater. I'm not a Swifty. I'm just giving y'all my open and honest opinion. Um, and y'all let me know who y'all want me to do a weekly rant on next. Now that I done got all that off my chest, I just want y'all to be good and stay safe. Thanks for joining us this week at the Unaffiliated Creators Podcast, the indie artist safe place. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can go subscribe wherever podcasts are streamed so you would never miss a show. If you found value in this podcast, please give us a rating or just simply tell a friend about us. I want to give a big thanks to our sponsors at King Nephew Studios, and I hope you tune in next week. Until then, be good and stay safe.